Hello, everyone. Um, so uh, I had the privilege of going to China, and yes, I made it to China. Yes. Uh, it says in Numbers thirteen twenty-seven and twenty-eight, uh, we came to the land to which you sent us. It flows with milk and honey, and it, this is its fruits. However, the people who dwell in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large. Now, this is a very crucial word uh, in understanding what God has been doing in China, did in China when we were there, and will do in China, uh, even as we continue to pray for China. And as you all know, the, the testimony of what God did in China through uh, me and the team, it started uh, during the summer before we even left, because for, for me, I had visa troubles, as most of you already know, but I was so convicted that I was going to China. Uh, God knew I was going to China. Lisa knew I was going to China. I knew I was going to China, but Satan did not want me to go to China. And so there was a new law passed here in the Chinese embassy in Korea saying that all foreigners had to have at least six more months on their, um, their ARC cards, their alien registration cards, uh, in order to get a Chinese visa. It's kind of a weird rule because you just want to go to China to travel and you need six more months. But it was just the level of opposition that our team was facing. And so after arduous attempts to get our visa here after exhausting all contacts and, you know, multiple travel agencies, going to the embassy, mailing our passports back to America to try and get our visas there. Um, we finally had an open door in Hong Kong. Now, I w like, when Lisa called me and said, you know, do you want to go to Hong Kong? This is your last option. Otherwise, we're going to fly you to Jakarta. I was like, heck no, I'm going to Hong Kong. And then... I get to the airport at 6 o'clock in the morning the next day, less than, 12, like, less than 24 hours later, I'm at the airport ready to fly to Hong Kong, and I'm crying out to God, God, was this a stupid decision? Because <laughs> uh, in Hong Kong, we didn't really know what was going to happen, uh, and so we just knew that there was going to be someone there uh, that knew um, uh, Huang Samonim. And he was going to take us to the embassy, and that was it. We, other than that, we had no idea where we were, where we were going to stay, um, anything else. And when we got there, God just flowed. And we got to the embassy, and it was almost too easy. <laughs> I remember like sitting in the embassy after turning in my uh, visa form and saying, God, that was too easy. Something's wrong. <laughs> and so, but there was nothing wrong because all of the prayers that we had all prayed finally culminated at that moment. And so uh, while we were in Hong Kong, uh, I, I got an email from Pastor John Michael, and it had a prophetic word that God had sent us out as scouts. And uh, this really brought a lot of conviction for me because on the flight to Hong Kong, uh, I was really praying Joshua 1-3, that the sole of my foot, wherever it treads, will be the Lord's. And so as a scout, I, everywhere that I go, I want that to be claimed for the Lord. And so... Uh, as God sent me and Tigger from Hong Kong to Shanghai, uh, I really kept this in prayer uh, that we were sent out as scouts. And so we arrived to Shanghai 
two and a half days before the team. So we had a lot of time to go around, see the city, and assess what was going on within China. And uh, while the word of a scout came to me, I knew that I could not have the attitude that the scouts had when, here in Numbers 13, uh, where they saw the land and they saw what was good, but they also saw what was also bad. They saw these people who were like giants. They saw these fortified cities and they were scared. And so God convicted me to have an attitude of Caleb, someone to go and take the land and not be fearful. For if God is with us, who can dare be against us? And so uh, we explored the city, and after, by the time the team arrived on Monday, uh, we were able to report that there was just so much uh, lust and debauchery within the city uh, that... Um, we had passed numerous brothels on the way to um, our contact's home uh, where we were staying in Shanghai. That when we were in the city and we asked for directions, um, the person who helped us uh, took us to um, like right the front door of another brothel um, and before she could help us get to where we wanted to go. And so um, we could just see what was going on in Shanghai. And this also continued down into uh, Nanjing. Like when we were at the bus stop in Nanjing, um, I could just feel so heavily on my heart that um, the bus stop was used to pick up um, countryside girls and sell them into sex trafficking. And um, so as God was doing this, God was showing me all these things um, you know, I was like, okay, God, where's the ministry coming? Come on, let, let's do this. Um, and we may not have seen, you know, the, the healings or the fire or anything spectacular. I think we had like two or three healings um, and then one uh, like demonic deliverance. Um, but what we released in China was a special kind of fire. And uh, when we were in Nanjing, we had five pastors that we prayed for. And as uh, we uh, prayed for them, um, Marcus was praying for them, and there was an angel standing behind Marcus, and the angel was holding a fireball in his hand. And I said to him, I said, what's that? (laughs) And he said, he said, this is the fire of revival for a nation. These five men are going to be five men to change a nation. And um, we could just feel that these five men were very, very powerful. And so while we prayed, something shifted. Like they didn't fall. They didn't cry. They just received our prayers through all the different translations that we had to go through from English to Korean to Chinese to Korean to English again. And, you know, every which way we did it. Um, But, you know, these pastors received something special that day. And um, so we can just see the humble – like I will know the day that – we will see, I will remember the day that we met these pastors in their humble beginnings of pastoring 30 churches without any supernatural empowerment of the Spirit. They, but we imparted it to them. So now we know that they will see um, mighty miracles and mighty works. So the final report that I have to give for China is that although there is a huge oppression, people do not know Jesus. There's demonic bondage. There is lust. Uh, It is a land that is overflowing with milk and honey, that the people there are so ripe to receive the gospel and that God will do just such a mighty work in that nation. Uh, 
that we as God's chosen people are to go up at once and occupy this land, uh, for we will be able to overcome it. Uh, As Pastor Benjamin uh, said at the Niagara Conference, at this hour, God is awakening an ancient power that has not been seen since the Church of Acts. And so I really felt that uh, very strongly when we were in China at uh, a particular museum, um, that God is reviving the rich ancient history of China and the infrastructure that is there to take the gospel into Europe, take the gospel into the Middle East, and that God will pour out his spirit and China will be used to change the nations. Amen. Amen. Yeah.